1: And welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here. Oh, look, Ben's here. Evening, evening. <laughs> Rich is here. Hello, everyone. Dan's here. Evening, evening, evening. Everybody, everybody. It's on getting light outside, right isn't it? Uh-huh. I'm liking it. Well, it's dark at the moment. Well, I know, yeah. but it, it, you know. It, <laughs> well,
2: it might not be for people listening. If they that's to... why
3: I said that's why I always go with hello everyone. You don't know what time people are listening, guys.
2: Yeah, but sometimes if it's like two o'clock and you're at work and someone says
1: evening, you think oh basically finished <laughs> so you're welcome yeah the podcast so. says it's evening i'm going home <laughs> <laughs> right everybody we're going to talk about leicester we're going to preview espanol and norwich we're going to do the quiz and we're going to do twitter corner as well now gents with leicester in a second we're going to obviously talk about the thing that everybody wants to talk about which is VAR. right of our we've all probably analyzed it as much as we can now and we're all sick and tired of talking about it so we're going to play a little game we're going to play the you can't say VAR game yeah. Okay, Yep. Okay. Happy yep, happy this. Yep. So here are the rules, basically. Throughout the whole podcast, you can't say VAR or VAR, those two versions. If you get through the whole podcast without...
4: I could say Video Assistant Referee.
1: No. No, I okay. think we have to count that as well. Oh, it's not like to be awkward. It's yes. not yes. <laughs> like to be awkward. <laughs> I'm glad you said it,
3: because I was thinking it. Um,
1: so without you can't say the actual words, or VAR, whatever. If you get through the whole podcast, gentlemen... Without saying it. You do win one of these. A dairy meal bar. Oh, that you got, is your prize. I thought you've you got three of those. Me... I do have th- I've one for myself as well. Oh, <laughs> oh, I do it. Yeah, right. that's four. So are you just not gonna have it if you say yeah. it? Yeah. You're gonna punish yourself straight I in am, the bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So these are all, If you go through the whole show without saying any of those abbreviations, you get it. If you do say it, you can then carry on the show and keep saying it. Right, okay. And throughout the show, we can all try and tease it out of each other. Okay. I Just thought you were going to say, four. you can
3: carry on with the show, but it's last one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> P45s oh, are God. on offer. Uh, so, okay, gentlemen, the game, the VAR, you know, whatever, starts now. Right. It starts now. Okay, let's talk about Leicester. Show. It was a 0-0 draw on Friday night at Molineux. Uh, Willy Bolly did have a goal just on the stroke of half time but that was ruled out for a disallowed goal and the rest of the game kind of petered out and it wasn't in the draw. draw gentlemen let's talk about the technology first that came about for that first goal that got disallowed is it the point now that it's just frustrating that the rules are probably going to change in the summer that incidents like this will count as goals
3: am I the only one it was more the changing the offside rule that frustrated me because the ball gets played backwards, and I think, oh no, I know it changed. Was it this season it changed, or I've not seen do you know it anywhere, what? I don't it? know anymore. Yeah, genuinely, I, do, I uh, the, the transit weekly. Like, yeah. I, I was always of the opinion that it was only offside if a ball was played forwards. So if you cut it back or sideways, it doesn't count as offside. So for it to get pulled back on, that kind of technicality. It almost defies the logic of a why offside is there in the first place to gain the advantage because he's physically behind the player when the ball's passed. I think that's from it's not for most frustrating, but that that's the thing that really kind of you know stuck for me. It might just be because it's a slightly new rule. This way I find out it's been like five years old, but yeah.
1: It's like everybody was like, right? What rule can we find to disallow this goal? Right, paragraph yeah. three. I think section
3: two. You said, Dan, like you compare it to um, Nevers' goal against Man United. It's not an awful lot different. Yeah, so, I,
4: I haven't watched it back. It, it seems sort of similar. The, the pass, for the short corner, um, and then the pass back. I know, like Matinho was sort of analysed originally in that Man United game that it could have been offside. Mm. So, you imagine if that got ruled offside. I'm just used to it. I'm getting used to it now. I, I genuinely didn't over celebrate like I normally would for Bolly's goal on Friday night because you just you could just. There's a stench in football at the moment, and it's kind of like Skynet it in Terminator. It's just taking over, and I don't know where we're going to come back from here. This going. Liverpool win the league this season. They'll have an asterisk next to the title, and then we'll move on from there. But it ain't going anywhere, is it? That thing we cannot talk about.
2: What I was quite frustrated with is. Basically, whenever whenever Wolves score a goal now, my first thought is, is that getting disallowed? Why could it be disallowed? And on first viewing of that goal, I thought, there's absolutely no, no way, way that this can be disallowed, yeah. so I'm actually going to allow myself to celebrate because I just thought there's just zero chance of this being
1: disallowed, so obviously it would then go on to be disallowed. Even Stephen Mannerman, who was like, "No, nah, there's no way. And you're thinking, if he's saying it, we know how much he doesn't like Wolves when he commentates. If he's saying it, you think this is going to be fine. It's just—I mean—we're just behind Sheffield United in the amount of Premier these decisions League. that have gone against the team. We've obviously had two in the FA Cup as well, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. So we've had six in total, four in the Premier League. It's just ridiculous, gentlemen. But then there's no point in us analysing it again because everybody's done it. We've all gone over the pictures and we've all gone over the rules so many times. It's just—it's just another one of
2: those. The issue is, you've got—if that happens, Wolves still had 90 minutes to score a goal. Yeah. The, I
3: was going to say, like, my, my kind of thought process, and I, I know some in the Fancast parish disagree with me. The referee is never the sole reason why a team doesn't win a football game. We had enough chances in that game, but the one which got disallowed to be out of sight, even in the first half, we had some mm-hmm. good chances. You know, it, it's frustrating. It happened, what was it, about half an hour mark into the game? something like that there's plenty I oh, know it's right no, on, right on right time, half time you know they had a second half to come out and score again and they, I they had enough chances
1: to I mean
4: what him is was doing on a couple of them God knows yeah. what apart from Jai's chance we didn't work Schmeichel from what I remember no. mm.
1: there was a header from Dunker wasn't there in the first half as well well wide mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, and Bolly's. I think what, wasn't there a Bolly. What was it say he had a header as well? Somebody had a header before or just after Donk? Yeah, before the body won. But I think that's was what was frustrating about the game. Like Johnny, wasn't that... it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was what was frustrating was that there was after you know the first twenty minutes, Leicester were all over Wolves. We almost felt like the away team for a, the, the first twenty. Then after that, we just got into the game and we were just dominating.
2: We don't create. I don't. I don't feel that we create a lot of chances that aren't just crosses or set piece so at
4: the moment. Like, we're, we're very set piece. Because it concentrates. Yeah,
2: away. yeah. Because even if it, you know, even if it's open play, it tends to be across into the box. I mean, when's the last time that we really like create something or through or, the middle? Through the middle. Yeah. It just doesn't happen anymore. And if I was defending against wolves it, if you can cut that out, and particularly because Jimenez doesn't, the way that Jimenez plays, he's never going to be in the box every time as well. It's just,
1: I just feel it's a little bit negative. I that's something I was going to come on to later on, but that kind of. Touched on now that when Triore came on, you felt like there was a bit of energy then. Finally, the team mm. kind of bit lift But is there a danger with Triore that because it always seems to be passable Triore and cross in that he's tactically becoming like a Sacco or a Costa when we used yeah. to do that all the time?
3: I mean, I, I thought Nato did well when he was on. Mm. Um, I thought he's again, I thought it was probably one for brighter players in the first half.
1: That run in the first half when he kind of went out of the out of the pitch yeah. and ran back. He on seemed to the have ball. just
3: like accelerated on top of accelerating (laughs) i don't it was like he's you know really kind of coming to his own like i wasn't really sold on him when he you know those first sort of half dozen games but he has really knuckled down and kind of cemented his place in the squad um especially when you know you've got um poddy like basically breathing down his neck i think the issue where it comes probably tactically is like our strength is almost down the flanks because that's where we've got the numbers with the wing backs and the wide forwards but we've had the almost the opposite problem when we've kind of gone for three you know for one behind the striker and we're almost so narrow and they don't seem to be able to like just be a little bit more fluid do they in terms of either getting somebody else extra in the box when they're out wide to offer that bit of support or have a decent runner for midfield because that isn't really nevis's game to break on the edge of the box
2: I think that's my issue more than the fact that yeah. that we played wide because that, that does work clearly but the way that we're set up we don't commit players in the box as well right. so the two almost the style matches some of the team but then doesn't, doesn't match the other no. so you're like halfway there mm. but then you think well if you're a team that's going to rely on crosses and and second
1: balls second phases Wolves are never really going to do that mm. It is one of those so many games this season at home, especially where in the last half an hour you know what the tactic is. The opposition are going to play deep, and they're just going to constantly play it on the wings and cross it in. We just hope something catches on, and that's what's frustrating when you watch that game in particular. When we go forward, the only player ever in the box usually is Jimenez, or maybe Jota if he's on the pitch, and there's like four opposition players in the box, and you just think, where, well, what are the chances here? We're going to score? I don't really understand. But it was just frustrating watching it, like we have said. We had so many chances to win the game. Leicester, you couldn't tell even in the second half before um, they're sending off. They just committed to the draw.
3: I think, as um, you've kind of said a lot of this season, Ben, not that you don't rate Leicester, but I don't like that. I think that they are definitely on an even part of how good Wolves are. I completely. Like, I think, you know, yeah, they had a really strong opening 15, 20 minutes, but all Brendan Rodgers teams do. And if they don't score in that opening 15, 20 minutes. And you can calm it down. Has nothing really threatened us, I didn't think.
4: You look at the likes like Madison and Vardy and Telemans, there weren't anything that stood out to me, though I've seen down here this season. Well Vardy was just out of the game completely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well you look at so Vardy hasn't scored in ten games. Mm. Madison hasn't created a goal for an open play since August. They're not a side that count really in the last probably I would say at, at least this year, I think probably a little bit before Leicester have been really poor and I still yeah. thought for 25 minutes we made them look incredible because Wolves are just happy. I don't to... even
3: think we made them look that well, they, good. They, we they, just they technically looked very we? good. Yeah.
2: They did technically look very good. Well. Well. They, they passed the, the ball well. Work. But Wolves seem happy and it's fine. It is fine. But when you're a team, Wolves aren't a, a team that are ever going to score five goals a game. They're just They're not really if you but all, we all
1: feel like a team that they will do with the players it's
2: weird how it? long have we been saying it's, that soon we're going to smash someone we never do no. we've never <laughs> under Nuno. Yeah. Who, who have we actually if, if, we, if we beat teams in the
4: championship more than two nil. it was yeah. Lock, yeah. Lock, well, Bolton was yeah. I I think think the, we're, the, we're the, literally talking party games yeah.
1: yeah I think the only games we've had in, in the Premier League has been West Ham at home 3-0 last season but then like that's,
2: Most of that's it. Came, like really towards the end yeah, yeah. what's frustrating me is that you, you're basically cutting a third of your time to beat these teams straight away because every every week it seems Wolves are happy not to concede in the first half an hour, and then yeah, fair enough. Like the last hour, they are a lot more sort of proactive and on the front foot. But you straight away you are going right. We're going to give ourselves an hour to score rather than ninety minutes. We've had games where we've give ourselves twenty minutes to score a goal. I just don't.
1: It's. Just, I think that's what's frustrating about when you played Leicester. We they they looked average. It's been t- you know when we played Spurs and even Liverpool to an extent as as the game went on, you just thought Wolves can win this game mm. easily. There was like, like like a twenty minute period in that Le- Liverpool game. You thought we're well, clearly the better well, team here. Liverpool and Spurs. The performances were a
2: hundred times better than yeah. than Leicester. Even though yeah. we lost, if we'd played with that sort of level of intensity, then I think you'd you'd comfortably beat Leicester. But. I'd I think, we, I think we lack
1: it a little bit sometimes. Do you think, Dan, it's a lack of clinical finishing then? from Because I was looking at some stats online earlier. This is from Modernumix, by the way. So how accurate this is, I don't know. Uh, six goals in the last nine games. Nine first-half goals all season so far. And we've scored first in six out of 26 games in the league so far. It does seem we're worried that clinical finishing just seems to be going,
4: going back to what we said, just we've, we've never been a team that smashes opposition teams. I think going back to a front three doesn't leave us with many bodies in the box when we get into good wide positions a lot of the time it seems like Nuno's tactically set us up to try and get our win backs to be the ones who score more than our mm. front players d- with a bit of distraction when they come deep and then you've got Doherty or Johnny coming in late but I just don't think um, with with the front three the, and the two centre feels like Rich just said we haven't we, we just don't get enough bodies in the box
1: and do we think that maybe switching back to three five two would do that, or would that work anymore with the players? Place? It was so it was so bad
2: in that shape that I, I don't. I genuinely don't know what the issue is. I think sometimes, and he's never he's never done this, so it, that this isn't to say that he ever would do it.
3: You are saying go four four two? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm not. Even, that's where I was about to go. I'm not, even, I'm
2: not even saying that. But even if it's pushing, you know, taking Cody and putting him in centre mm. midfield or something like that. Or when Sois is there and putting him into centre midfield? And because, did we need three centre-backs in the last 20 minutes against Leicester on Friday night? No. no, We could have just had the one. Exactly. (laughs) exactly, And I'm not saying that we needed to do a Zenger and put seven players up front. Because that's what he did every week. So we were 2-0 down.
4: But But it's just negative, isn't it? I mean, you could even just, you could push Cody... Into more of a defensive midfielder role, yeah. just to get a bit more possession and up or higher the field. You could have sacrificed one of your centre midfielders and add Poudin or or, or, yeah. or Jota in the number ten, or, or even if just just you wanted to push Matino further, yeah. yeah. further forward or Neves further
3: forward. Just that extra, it's just that extra ten yards so that they seem to be afraid to commit forward mm. to. But is um, it
1: because they're worried that someone like Leicester or known as their county team? So if it's Neil and they're trying to push for a goal. I think Leicester could just I think when you
4: get to that sort of stage where three points are on a plate for you if you do get suckered, yeah. you just say, shit, we've got we got suckered, but you've got to be winning those games but, in but an opportunity are, like that. Wolves
3: are set up both, you know, Wolves are set up to counter-attack, but also set really well to handle a counter-attack because we play a sweeper. You know, the games when we've played Leicester, Cody's done really well against someone like Vardy because he drops that little bit deeper, so Vardy hasn't got the space as much to run in behind. You know, it's, it's just frustrating, I think, because you can see those just those little gaps and you know i know we can't almost pass past the days in a way of like you know goal scoring midfielders in a way but i know nerez has really picked up his form recently i'm not suggesting he should change his game again for it but you know there's nothing stopping him now getting those getting forward that little bit more because he's shown how Bloody good he is when he gets forward.
1: So are you saying you should model, model his game on Dave Edwards, who could also score goals from midfield? I'm
3: not, not saying. <laughs> <he could> guess.
1: <laughs> um, other players, Jimenez. He had that chance right at the end that just went wide. Another chance earlier on. Because of this system and that we haven't really got a backup striker, is there a, a, a danger that either we're going to burn him out, or he hasn't really proven that yet, or we're almost going to feel limited tactically because if he's not providing. Then no one else is. he's the glue that fits everything together but then if he's not setting other people up or other people aren't contributing then you look to him and he goes, if he's not doing it I don't know It's. I, just want... I think there's a danger we can't just bring someone else to replace him to have something else whether it is that campaign going forward but it might not be yeah the, the problem is
2: as we've said the way Wolves play if Jimenez doesn't score where else are we scoring from
1: it's, might be trial or over it's it's might amazing, isn't it? it? Yeah. You know it Jota be... when he's
3: in a patch because he's only ever in a patch. He scores all patches patches. He
4: was lucky to stay on instead of Neto again. I yeah. thought Jota. He's, he's so out of form. He's he's he's, he's starting to frustrate me now, just like a trial needed. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think if you had one or the other at the minute, it's, to it? me it's Neto. Yeah. Every day of the week yeah. at the moment, and that's not mm-hmm. to say that Jota won't hit form because that's what it he does, isn't he? So he could he could he could score on Thursday night and then score twelve before the end of the season. Show like, yeah, you, know, Ben. It, it, <laughs> no, I would quite enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just because I say you go, man.
4: I'm all for being shown that I'm wrong. I mean, I'd love Catrana to, to have scored forty this season. I Don't think you would
1: have. I actually, I, do you know what? I
4: actually I don't have, think you would have. I would have you because video, we all really win joking. that way. We all win that way. You, well, you. Would I, have I don't. Bit. I don't like being right. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I what's best for the club? But we, with with Giotto, although we've
1: talked about it on the show before. Is it because he's not in a in a two? Because in this three, I think he's just limited. I'm sure where he
3: scored goals and played well in a three this season. Um, I can't remember when. Now well, I don't come yeah. here with specifics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He scored a hat trick against Besiktas. I know he came on sub, but he was in a two. It was that random game where we played three five two. And we all thought, oh, maybe that's what he's going to do going forward. And yeah, and he scored a hat trick. I, I just wonder whether he benefits more from being in a two than a three I
3: think he benefits from just being slightly more central rather than mm. actually being in a two um, okay. you know he talks about does Jimenez need a break have we got a senior player good enough um, to actually play that role I personally I'm not sure if Schott could do it in the centre in the Premier League no. I think he I think he'd struggle to
4: link up the play Just be like when Cavalera played in the in yeah. the centre in the championship, it just didn't work.
1: Yeah, um, let's try and have some more positives on this one. Then two players in particular, Bolly and Sace. Bolly, firstly, he's back. Another clean sheet. He's just probably one of the best defenders in the league,
4: isn't he? Surely the best. I... He's better than Virgil. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's just suit, like unbelievably good.
1: And he didn't look like he missed a beat against it, uh... Leicester. He was so in control, and no one was getting past well, him
2: since he's come mm-hmm. back. You wouldn't have thought that he'd had nearly three months sitting out. He's come back and he's just looked, yeah, yeah carry on, fine.
4: It's like it's like Van Dijk. It, it's like a man playing with boys at times. Just simple. He just simply makes everything he's yeah. so physical. I mean, he had Vardy just shut up
1: wherever he wanted him to go. And when he scored the goal that wasn't a goal, I mean, he had like three Leicester defenders yeah. around him, and he just, yeah, there you go, in the net.
4: He, despite being a
3: grown man, playing you say he's a grown man playing with other grown men, and he looks, and makes them look like you know youngsters. He's... I don't quite know... Because he's not super tall. You know, he's not like six well, four, he's six five. 6'5". next to me. Well, <laughs> I am. But everyone is... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he's just... He's hes so dominant. He's... Just got the awareness to do those little shimmies just to give him that extra half a yard as well. He he is a class above. And I'm genuinely surprised. You know, even last summer, you know, Man United go off and spend £80 million on Harry Maguire why we didn't just put in a bid for half that much Just try and get willy-bolly, I'll never know. Well,
2: he'd improve every single team mm. yeah. in the
3: Premier League. Every team, yeah. including Liverpool. Shh, we
2: don't want people to know. Because <laughs> if, if he went <laughs> yeah. to Liverpool, then you'd say, he's. I think he's better than Joe Gomez. Yeah. So we'd, he'd go there and then... I
3: don't quite know why other clubs haven't gone for him. The only thing I can think of is... E- what is he? Twenty eight, twenty nine yeah, years. He's coming
4: into that Cradden. You know, he's, right. he's getting into the craddock. If crudder. only he could so. grow up to be well, Jody Craddock.
1: You could have him eat for a couple of years, couldn't you? Yeah. If another team went for. It. I'm not trying to advocate signing no, here. Let's, like, let's like, make that clear. But still, he
2: would be stupid money, though. Yeah. I think you have to pay ridiculous money for him.
1: Let's talk about Sace because in the last few weeks, again, he this man has gone from strength to strength. I mean, why Paul Lambert never played him.
2: Because he's not a very good manager. Yeah, there's that one <laughs> as well. Be... But it's like, look terrible he's be-
1: judgment. He's becoming everybody's favourite player. You know. You know. We get to yellow card group, but now he's like, "Oh, you have got another yellow card. You little scam. <laughs> get out of EU."
4: Did he get booked Friday? Didn't he? No, <laughs> yeah, I think I it's... think we just. Presumed. He's, he's turned. The... Just presumed. He's turned the, the corner. You
3: know what? I think he's gone a few games. Now.
1: I think they gave him a yellow card before the game. Do yeah. you
4: <laughs> think
3: that's what we've done that's now? Because he is. went through that stage anyway. I think he got like five in five games. Like, just rain
4: it in a little bit. I think they
2: just gave him loads when they were in Marbella <laughs> yeah. last week. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> just like gave him 150 in the just, week. He, he, turn, he, turns, he
4: turns into Maldini when he gets booked. That's yeah. what yeah, it is. Yeah. It's literally I've like, I've like that.
2: I've never seen anything like it. A... He gets booked after six minutes and you're like, well, <laughs> he's getting sent up. And then he'll just time, like 30 so, like, last-ditch yeah. tackles.
1: He's secretly like Quicksilver, isn't he? He just can see... He can I slow time down. I don't know. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm asking you, Quicksilver oh, Quicksilver's yeah. very fast. Does he? What does he do? He's, he, he's so fast, he's he really slows quick. down time. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's how he can precisely... I think get he's a bit like um, Quicksilver. <laughs> I think so. He's a bit like Sonic. The opposite yeah, to Grand yeah.
4: Halt, where he's that slow, he makes time run fast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... All in all, with Leicester the gentlemen, look, it was a game which, if you look at the end of it, yes, there was that goal disallowed, which can be debated on and on, but it was a game that, once again, at home, Wolves could have, yeah. and should have really easily won.
3: I think if we end up being 6th or 7th at the end of the season, and we miss out on 5th place by two points, you could quite easily look back at this game and go, that's where... Mm.
2: Well, they're racking up now, aren't they? Yeah. At home. Yeah, That wouldn't be the one that I would look at. It's one of about... Yes. It, Ian, yeah. I mean, like
3: t- to be fair, you know, season overall, they' there's too many draws that haven't been converted mm. into wins to make I, it.
4: I said after Leicester win, we're, we're approaching Hoddle numbers with draws now, yeah. and obviously Hoddle had a lot more so league saying, games than what the Premier League is. So we say Nuno is a modern day Glenn Hoddle. Both play for back.
3: I, yep.
2: I think it was. Um, I think Mick McCarthy has said before. I don't. I don't know whether it was when he was Wolves manager, but they said. They asked him if he'd rather go five games unbeaten with five draws, oh. or win two games, and he just said, "Well, look at I'd rather lose three times out of five and win two because I'm on yeah. more points." Yeah. And occasionally, when we're talking about do we gamble against Leicester? Well, if we win that instead of instead of drawing it, that's you can wipe two of those mm. games straight off. Yeah. It sounds really basic because obviously you get no, more points like, for a win. No, but, but so it, it, it's almost it's, as yeah. bad if we go for that if we like go on the front foot lose 1-0 you've lost a point hmm. have we lost two points by not doing that yeah all, all about
4: context
1: isn't it all about calls, that's like stuff.
4: in the extracurricular UA for coaching classes that is where you'd rather not lose a game than win because mentally over the next game if you haven't if you've lost a game it's not as good as drawing the game someone's but done they their coaching budgets but would it
2: be better for their um mental state if they'd done that four times and we had an extra where does had, xg paint yeah. i feel like i feel like it's
3: coming like over the hill
2: at the moment basically what i'm trying to say is
1: winning is better than yeah. drawing all right let's let's, re- let's move on gentlemen but wouldn't
4: you rather like throw the kitchen <laughs> sorry wouldn't you rather throw the kitchen sink or trying to get a win and just getting sucker punched then
1: but i don't think that's how football works with Fans at full-time, if we throw the kitchen sink and we lose 1-0, fans aren't going to go, oh, at least we had a try. Fans are going to go, I can't believe oh, no, that. I know, I'd we have blamed
4: Jimenez was... for all missing all them chances.
1: Yeah, but people go, oh, we lost 1-0 at the end, we didn't deserve that. Why did we throw the kitchen? I think, I, I, I think it's all I about the full-time result. Yeah. If Wolves, had, Wolves could have been 1-0 down and we scored in the last minute, it's like, oh, that was a great point, that was.
4: It's like cashing think, out for two quid, though. Yeah, I
1: think it's about, unfortunately, it's about context at the end of it. Wolves could have done terrible but scored in the last second and we would have said that was a great performance. Yeah, yeah. That's how... I see what you mean, but I think sometimes it's how that result is at the full-time whistle. It's when people say, I know we've lost three games, but I'd like like to see Wolves just just play well. No one says that, do they? No. You don't see see a team lose three games in a row and you go, at least they're playing well. Well, i could say can't
3: be playing that well because they're losing. (laughs) Norwich? Does that move us smoothly onto our next segment? Not yet.
1: (laughs) We're going to talk about Thursday night. It's the Europa League, baby. We're back. We're back in the Europa League. It's the last 32. It just seems so long <laughs> no, to the final. Uh, Wolves got Espanyol. Uh, it's a home leg on Thursday night. Uh, we do, we've done a f- full preview of the game with Andy Brassel, uh, who's a European football uh, correspondent for The Guardian, and he's on the uh, Football Ramble Daily podcast for On the Continent and the Jules and Andy show as well. So it's on the podcast stream. You can go check that out. Gentlemen, just a to touch on that game, I'm just excited about this. Back in the Europa League, Espanyol at home. They're not doing as well, but you can hear that on the other podcast. But... Um, European night at Molyneux. I'm looking
4: forward to it. Everyone's
1: looking at each other. To Who's going to talk first?
4: <laughs> Me and Ben are a bit nervous about first, do I'm not... No, yeah, not Is, it more, not nervous nervous. Is it more that we've got I the anxious. home leg first?
2: I just feel a little bit... Since... Liverpool aside, since the Man City game, I'm, just, I'm struggling to get excited about anything to do with Wolves. Because they've <laughs> been... Okay. You go Man United in the Cup. Dross. Absolute Dross. The replay was terrible. I thought Friday, we can say if we had a few chances, I don't think we were good. Give me some more games. That's uh, it. You have a Man um, United game? Man United in the league. Yeah. Dross. And I, I, don't, I don't know whether I see that particularly change. I sound so negative. but
4: I think it's the fact that publicly, everyone thinks we're going to steamroll Espanyol as well, for me. We so, same, similar to the Liverpool game, I think people just thought we could turn up against Liverpool and we'd win. It was just like... Oh, I think because of Espanyol's league
3: position, I have seen far, far too many tweets where it's like, well, you know, might as well book um, book your day off for the ones in March. It's like, they're still quite a good team. You,
2: you could definitely see this ending nil nil. Yeah. Because that's what we do. And then having to go to Espanyol and win the game.
3: But you'd rather it be 0 0 than be 1 1, which is the, oh, like 2 2, and it's actually got a level of entertainment yeah. because we're in this, you know, we've never had a knockout, um, sort of two rounded affair. So actually, how they approach it is almost in a way we've got
2: to do it. Well, we have had all the qualifiers. Oh, yeah, we have. Mm.
3: Was that still sort of. Yeah,
2: I mean,
1: yeah, but I think that, we'll see, we'll so see, we haven't for about four months. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so much for what has happened. So we're basically yeah. saying we're now not excited about this game. No, <laughs> I, I don't cancel just feel, the cup. Yeah. Focus on getting no, I
2: think, fifth. I think by, I think I think by the time it starts, yeah, I will be. But I just see it being nil nil or one nil to us when you hear that music
4: oh Oh, that just doesn't excite me that music
1: we're the wrong people to be on this week (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean yes i can't wait but what we do know gentlemen is that that lovely technology comes into play in this round so you know something's gonna happen you know something's gonna happen
3: what (laughs) (laughs) no Hey, it you, we we
4: do, do, contactless we, payments have yeah. been all season haven't they yeah. hey,
2: let's just not talk let's get into a situation where we're 3-0 up before it disallows a goal and then we can just go oh, oh that, well. that pesky yeah
3: technology and you know it's one of them where like you know it doesn't affect the players it shouldn't affect the players it has no impact on what they actually do on the football pitch
2: I think it actually came at a per- if it's going to happen it happened at a perfect time on Friday because I always find when you have these long stoppages, especially when there's a goal disallowed, the next 10 minutes is quite... It's like everyone's just warming back up again. Whereas we didn't have that, so that wasn't even an excuse mm.
1: really. we also got to take into context that this could be the last European game ever. Uh, uh, <laughs> of the season or maybe next season you don't know what it's going to be like so that's why I'm 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 excited but I'm also trying to embrace the fact that yep yeah, you know hopefully there'll be a few more this season but this could be the the last one in you know, a little tear to my eye you know so yeah <laughs> i am just Q montage <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. but I'm look I I understand the concerns but I'm just I'm genuinely looking
2: forward to it I am the I game. am excited yeah. it, it's quite flippant to say I'm not looking forward to a European knockout game. I am looking forward to it. I've obviously never seen one in my lifetime. But I just hope that they go into it with the right attitude. Mm. It's just when you actually go back and you get rid of that Bashiktas game, we've not been fantastic at home in Europe really. When
1: you say with the right attitude do you mean score goals? I mean I want to win <laughs> rather than <laughs> yeah. draw. Yeah. I've gone over it before but uh, basic maths Dan
4: you you excited? Yeah, it's... Are <laughs> you know, please, still no, doesn't excite really so me like a Premier League game? Does do not? Does it not? No. I'm, I'm gone the other way now. I just... I couldn't Until it gets, to, like, if... a serious fixture. I still don't feel like Espanyol's a serious knockout round fixture. I want it, it's like want... Where we where we We were, we're, we're, an, we're an underdog. I don't think we've been in a match where okay. we've been an underdog yet. Yeah. In Europe. I mean, that's been, how bastard massive wolves are now.
2: Torino actually felt... Like I was more fifty fifty on the Torino game. Yeah. Even though I've just said I think
4: But I think after games like that we've said numerous times in the group where we were actually a decent team now. So I think looking back at the Torino game we should we should have been Yeah it
3: felt, that. it felt it felt like we were better than Torino but it was at least a competitive game. Yeah. I think that's how I sort of look at it. I mean looking at Espanol played twenty four, scored twenty one, conceded forty two.
2: Like, that is... That's more than they've scored, isn't it? Q, 2-0 defeat. Mm. <laughs> what
4: did I say? <laughs> they're, they're Star Their is injured.
1: Yeah, as as a recording, you know, Raul De Thomas, who's their signing in January, is injured. And there's somebody else in midfield who's not playing as yeah, well. Yeah, they're both not in the squad. <laughs> so, I mean, that that if that doesn't say defeat, with all the stuff going for us... Everything
4: that Gillen Balague Bag- said in the Express and Star today, just, it just suggests they're going to win. They said... The star strikers are injured. The midfielders don't score very often. If they set up to counter attack, they aim very fast. And I'm thinking, well, <laughs> what do they do? What out of the wing game? Or under the <laughs> yeah. bottom? They, yeah. they, they've, they've got they've got fifteenth in the league this weekend. So I twentieth. They've got that's more of their priority. But it's just it's just another game where I think no, everyone thinks what Wolves got to do is turn up and we'll just steamroll. And hopefully we do. And hopefully Jota scores an hat trick and. Mm. But I mean, I'm still pessimistic when it comes to wolves. What I am
2: hoping though is that the atmosphere should be more similar to Man City
1: than yeah. Newcastle. Yeah, but going back that, to like, I'm the, it the
4: Torino game, I don't think the atmosphere was overly good that game. It hasn't been a European and it's game. Still at
1: the this... time of year though it's still the summer.
2: I think we had the three-one lead as well. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'll, I'm only saying this out of expectation. i I think that it's going to the whole place is going to be a little bit more rough. And if it is, and the players respond to it, you know, if if they win, I think if they win two nil, then the tie's, you know, on the way to being over, isn't it? Mm. If you get if you win the game and they don't score an away goal, then you're in, yeah, box seat. Your fans
4: just see, to get a goal at there. I can play, see though. them yeah.
3: managing the game out. If if they get
4: a two nil win at home,
3: like they will just stifle it out. I
4: mean, ideally, we beat them seven nil, and we can focus on Tottenham instead of going to the second leg with a full team. Yeah.
1: Well, if you were excited about the game beforehand, you may not be so excited this time. We'll let you be the judge of that. Shall it's we? prediction time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to move on. We're not going to no. do predictions. Okay. Right? Well, I'm glad. I don't like yeah. doing do predictions. It's very well known. Right. We're going to talk Norwich. We're going to do the quiz, and we're going to do Twitter corner after this. <laughs> Hey, it's David here. Now, I know you. You love a bloody good website, don't you? Look, come on, you do. You like a good website. If you're on your phone, you're on your computer thinking, I want to see a bloody good website, I'm going to go find one right now. If you want a bloody good website and you want one for yourself, for your business, why don't you go check out our sponsors, pixelyetimedia.com. They don't just do websites, of course. They do loads of different things for your marketing needs, such as design work and brochures. And they do our website as well, wallsfancaster.com. It's a really good design. we really appreciate with the work over at the guys at pixelyetimedia.com. So, again, you're looking at some websites, you're thinking, oh, I really want a website that looks that good just for me and my business. Why don't you go check them out right now at PixelYetiMedia? Welcome back to the show everybody right, We're going to do uh, the Norwich preview now We're going to do something a bit different We don't usually do this We're going to have someone dialed in More so that they offer to dial in this time I mean, people don't like speaking to us, do they, really? Not particularly. No. Uh, so we're gonna. I'm going to give uh, David Freezer a call. That is his name. That is his name, everybody. You suffer that infliction, don't you, Mr. Ben Husband? I do, yeah. You do? Yeah, I do. Uh, David. I don't
3: see anything like that unusual about the last name Husband. Is just it just because like, no. it's a noun? It's or? just like, oh, Ben Wife, oh,
2: you're going to get married. It's normally that, <laughs> really. And you would think that that is like four oh, and you, under. No, I no. still get it when I put my name down. and oh, is that your real name? Really? No, no, I just thought,
1: it's pluck a word I out. mean, no, one,
3: no one's ever said anything wrong about my last name, so it's fine.
1: Yeah, you feel just left out? No,
3: nah, you can't write my last name with anything, so... <laughs> uh,
1: right, David Freeze. Blowjobs. LAUGHTER
4: <laughs> <laughs> as you oh. like them apples. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um David Freezer, he's the chief uh Norwich City reporter for Eastern Daily Press. He's also the host of the Pinken podcast which he really like us actually because they they're on like episode 382 and not like us that they're quite well received. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to just try, let's see how this works. I'm going to try call uh, give David a call. No. Let's put you on speaker. And I'm trying to be like this. We all hear. Please
3: don't go for oh, a smell.
1: We might do. Oh, I'm go Russell Brand if it goes. <laughs> oh my word! This
4: we'll might cut happen. this all out, Dave.
1: I might keep it in for the tent. <laughs> Hello. Hello, David. It's David from Wolves Fancast. I oh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm right up you. Yeah, I'll do that. I've got you on the show now. I've got Rich Ben and Dan with us as well. <laughs> all right, exactly. Norwich at the moment, bottom of the table. You're uh, seven points adrift of safety. I presume at this point of the season there wasn't a thought that you may be bottom. I mean what what was the expectation at this where you may be at this point of the season? Do you think you might have been in a relegation battle? Do you think you would have been doing better you know, higher up the table? What were what were your thoughts? There was definitely hopes that I did better, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I, I don't think anybody expected they wouldn't be in a relegation battle this season but yeah I I predicted 15th at the start of the season so you know given that they won the championship title there was quite a lot of momentum behind them and a lot of belief that they could adjust to the Premier League quite well a bit bit like how Wolves had done to be honest because they dominated the division in in a similar way to Wolves everyone was like thinking that they were a Premier League team in the Championship, but <laughs> as soon as they got up there, they were just knackered by a, an injury crisis in defence. They lost Christophe Zimmerman, Tim Closer, and Grant Hanley all to long-term injuries in, in August, and you know most teams would struggle to lose their three senior centre-backs there than a promoted team, so that just that pulled the rug from under them, really, but um, no, at the start of the season I think there was much more hope that they'd be able to Stay above the relegation battle and maybe push into mid-table. Certainly not spend what is it now?
1: <laughs> about two thirds of the season, bottom of the table. I mean, you did well against Liverpool, bar that. Kind of, obviously, you had Marnes goal near the end of the game. Um, <laughs> who should we be looking out for apart from the obvious? I know that Todd Cantwell's been doing really well lately. He's got obviously a lot of gossip about him with moves in the <laughs> summer. Who else apart from obviously him and Pookie as well? Is there anyone else that um, we should be looking out for on Sunday?
0: one dear um, he's um, he's brilliant, and he's the he's the one who Norwich fans expect to move to a big club this summer. Really, he's he's got seven assists. Um, I think only Kevin De Bruyne averages more key passes per game, and his creative stats are, are insane. They're of a, a level way beyond a, a team bottom of the table. I mean, Wolves would he'd fit in really nicely at Wolves, I'd have thought, as uh, he's he's tenacious. He um, was an Argentina under-20 international. He was with Ralph Madrid as a kid, and he just sort of lost his way a little bit in Spain. And Nor- Norwich took a bit of a risk on him, and they paid, uh, yeah, they uh, it, they paid one point five million for him, and there's a few more million followed after promotion. But he hasn't been playing the last couple of weeks. He, um, he had a little injury, and then they brought in a guy called Lucas Rupp from Hoffenheim in January, and he's come in on the right and has, has proved quite. Quite solid, if unspectacular, and that has sort of contributed to the more solid results in the last few weeks, or, or at least not getting beaten by much. Because Buendia is a brilliant sort of free role player; he's he's completely a, a playmaker, the heartbeat of the team. But when things don't work out, you've got somebody that loses the ball quite a lot and it can sort of cost you a little bit in tight games. So. He, They say Buendia and and unfortunately the big thing that's gone wrong in the last two months is that Pukki has lost his confidence in front of goal and Buendia has continually created really good openings for him and and he's
1: not taken them. By saying that um, Pukki hasn't scored for a while, that does cue in that he will score on Sunday, by the way. That is very much a wall (laughs) thing to happen. Um, What are the expectations for the rest of the season uh, for Norwich? Do you think you will do the great escape or do you think perhaps it's too little too late? Well, they're in a position now where it
0: would literally have to be something really special, wouldn't it, with 12 games to go. They they do play teams at home who are in and around them. They've got Brighton, West Ham, uh, Southampton. I suppose Southampton have pushed up the table a bit now. Um, I think most Norwich fans are at the point where they're starting to prepare themselves to go back to the Championship, really, because... Most people would blame that injury crisis at the start of the season. That would be sort of the mitigation for it. But to think that they could now, given the form that we've seen in all season, the last 12 just, just doesn't really seem logical. So short of something kind of special being sparked you know, on Sunday, um, it's really hard to see them surviving. So it's, it's more becoming about going down in... I suppose not style, but going down with a, with a fight and not just uh, disappearing with a whimper, which I would like to think they will because there is a lot of character and spirit in the squad. So um, re- realistically, promotion sort of happened ahead of schedule. So if, if they can keep the the nucleus of the squad together keep hold of Farker and then you know continue on the in the way that they've set out then and, and of course bounce back straight away which is always easier said than done then then I, I think most Norwich fans could probably just about handle relegation. Uh,
1: well, one final question then. Um, it's not going to be about the game on Sunday. How many times in your life do you get questions about your surname? <laughs>
0: I hear some pretty awful attempts at jokes, <laughs> but I, it's,
1: in my line of work, to be honest, it's not too bad because people remember it. Um, so you've never had any Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dr. Freeze uh, kind of jokes thrown at you? <laughs> no, I've, I've had pretty much every nickname
0: chucked to me, but everybody calls me Freezer, I always have done in my life. My dad, exactly the same. Nobody ever calls me Dave. <laughs> it's always, always for well,
1: Dave, th- cheers for coming on the show, and uh, I'll say well, no hopefully, well, hopefully, Wolves will get the win anyway. But I'd, I'd, I'd like to say good luck, but um, we need we need the win as well. So, uh, cheers for coming Dave. on, Dave. All right, you. Cheers. Well, there we go, gents. David on the show. We learned about your surname, which is the one question I wanted to ask from the start. I could, yeah. s- <laughs> I could just tell you just. <laughs> resisting
2: the urge stop talking about
1: Wendy and get to the surname uh, so some really good t- insights from uh, from Dave Freezer there and as I say he does the, the Pinkham podcast which you can check out on all your usual podcast platforms gents just to briefly touch on the quiz before we, the quiz on Norwich before we get to the quiz from the quiz master Dan is it the case on Sunday that let's just score first right this is going to come back to bite
2: me okay I think even for everything I've been saying I don't think there's a better game for us to actually win comfortably. <laughs> because Norwich will try and come at us. Yeah. They, I thought Do you a, not I, think they might just play deep and try what's and hope point? for the point? What's point? What is the point in them drawing the game? They've got to the game? start, game game got to start winning. Then. If they come to, if they come to Wolves and get if a point, I, they've got 11 games to make the gap. They've, they've got to start winning games. now.
3: I was going to say, if I was Norwich and knew we were playing Wolves after playing in the Europa League... You're seven points away from safety.
4: You've got to clear the blocks at yeah, us, haven't you?
3: Like it, it is an opportunity for them. I think Wolves can do a lot to mitigate it, but from their point of view, they've got to target this game because they're going to run out of games.
1: And I guess the hope is, is if if they do that. Well, this isn't the hope. If Norwich do that and they score early, you know what's going to happen. They will just put him in behind the ball, and it's classic Wolves trying to get a goal back, and that's not what we want to happen. I just feel like in these games, like we had with Leicester, if we score first, we will just ride out the game quite easily. Yeah. Like
2: I say, I, I think Norwich are going to have to try and come out of the blocks. So if if, if Wolves do the same, and and if, as you say, if they score first, I think it should be should be relatively
1: comfortable. And with the presumption that he will play a full strength against Espanol, would you have Jimenez, Toyore, and Neto as the three up front? Still, is that not? Is that, are you saying that's full strength? I would say it's the front three because we're su- suggesting that Jota isn't as
2: isn't at his peak. I think you'd prob- you could probably make allowances for Pedence maybe starting I'd one p- of the two.
3: I was going to say I'd potentially look at having uh, having a bit of rotation with those wide players with Pedants, Traoré, Neto, and Jota. Which one start which games? I don't quite know.
1: What but... did, what did we think of Pedants on? On Friday, I know it was only his second game, and it was only a brief spell. But
4: I'd, I'd, I'd I don't think... think he had enough time to no, yeah, his no. stamp, put his stamp on the game. He he does look a bit small and might take a bit of time to adjust to the physicality of the league. But mm-hmm. obviously, he's got the ability. Be interesting to see where Eric Hobbs, to be. Fair, yeah.
3: I just think he needs he needs he game time, isn't yeah. yeah, so it? I'd, I'd potentially look to start him on Sunday against. Uh, you know, a team who aren't doing that great yeah. in the league at the moment actually give them sixty minutes as opposed to twenty-five.
1: So contrary to what Ben said earlier, we're going to absolutely annihilate like them.
2: No, I don't think that. <laughs> but I think there's, I think there's definitely more potential that that happens on Sunday than it does on Thursday.
1: Okay, right. With Norwich done, then it's time for the one pit, the podcast that everybody loves to listen to. It's time for the quiz, everybody. It's Dan's quiz. We do have a a guest. Doing the quiz this week, which Dan's going to get the details and dial up. Ben, you uh, you won the quiz last time on the 400th episode. I did. So you're going to carry on. You're not going to retire undefeated. Nope. No, you're going to and I'm going to defend that title. Here, we've got a special guest on the line this week. We've got Aidan Callahan on the phone. Aidan, how you doing? Oh, I'm very well, mate. I'm just in the uh,
0: in the car on the way home. So if you hear any
1: crying in the background, that's. Uh that's me, uh, little boy. Oh, right. well, <laughs> Hopefully not both of it's me it, the quiz. <laughs> right, we're going to do the quiz. Uh, this is how it works as usual. Now, for the benefit of the people in the studio, we'll write our answers down. Now, I, I do wouldn't obviously expect you to write any answers down <laughs> while you're driving. Uh, so please be careful. So we'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll come to everybody's answers and I'll come to you, Adrian, for your answer. And obviously give everybody time to uh, think of their answers. Uh, so, Dan, uh, quiz time. First question, please.
4: Okay. Aidan, I hope you can hear this. 17 years ago tomorrow, Wolves ran out 4-2 winners away to Ipswich in our playoff promotion season. But who scored our fourth that day?
1: Okay then, so repeat that question for us.
4: 17 years ago tomorrow, Wolves ran out 4-2 winners away to Ipswich in our playoff promotion season. But who scored our fourth that day?
1: Okay, I think I've got an answer okay. in my head. Oh, God, no.
3: mm-hmm.
2: I've got an
1: answer, I don't think it's right. Ben's okay. got an answer.
3: Gonna... Mm-hmm. Uh, I've
2: got...
4: Okay. I've got... Do you want to go pretty, to Aiden right. first? I'm, I'm
3: locked in, but
1: wrong. Aiden? I'm gonna... Yeah, alright, I've got one. I'm I'm not confident, but I've got one. What are you going to go for? I'm going to go with Sturridge. You're going oh, for okay. Sturridge. Um, I'm going to go for N'Dar. No. I have also got Sturridge. As well. Rich. I've
4: gone Proud Lock. Proud lock. The correct answer was George and R. Oh, yes! Andor. Yes! Dave shoots, he scores. So to 1 0 0
1: 0 on the quiz so far. Okay, uh, down, next question. Next question please. Please.
4: is Former Espanol and footballing great Alfredo Destefano won the 1957 Ballon d'Or, beating which two Englishmen? Yeah, fifty-seven. Sorry, 57. in 57? 1957, when Wolves were one of the greatest teams in the world, one of them is a Wolves player.
1: Uh, okay. Right, I have no idea. By the way, this is a uh, this I
4: is this no... is one of the easy questions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right,
3: only okay. one of them's a Wolves.
4: One I of them is a Wolves player.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And one is a Wolves player. And one's a Wolves player. Was. A was one was Wolves player. Well, he's not currently a Yeah, player. that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm just going to pass because I have no idea whatsoever. So there's a free hit there. Uh, well, I'm
0: going to have to go with Billy Wright for the Wolves
1: player. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking Man United
0: player... You know, Busby Babes was 58, no, Busby Babes was 68, wasn't it? So, no, I was 57. I've got, you
1: know, I mean, if, uh, oh, all right, I you know, his one, um, what's his name? Uh, wing Wizard, Stoke, and Blackpool, uh, Stanley Matthews. Stanley Matthews, Matthews. okay, so Matthews are we are we having a point each? Point each, there's yeah, there's a point each for this. So, uh, Aiden's gone for Wright and Matthews. Uh, Rich? I have
3: also gone for Wright and Matthews.
1: Rich has gone for Wright and Matthews as well. Ben, I've gone for Matthews and Peter Knowles. Peter Knowles. Okay. Dan,
4: who were the answers? The correct answers were Billy Wright, yeah, Ah. and Duncan Edwards. Ah, Ah,
1: okay, okay. What was the other one? Uh, Duncan Edwards was the other one.
4: Yeah, Yeah, you were close with the Busby Babes connection, though.
1: So, so Aidan and Rich both get a point for Billy Wright. Non so for Ben no. and no. Dave So it's 1-1-1-0 one, 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 at the moment uh, Next question okay, please Next man.
4: question is What came first The birth of Morgan Gibbs White Or the release of The Lord of the Rings The Fellowship of the Ring
1: Okay so what came first uh, Morgan, Morgan Gibbs White his birth into the world Or <laughs> Lord of the Rings <laughs> uh,
4: Film or book the film. <laughs>
1: We're going for the film, okay. I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Lord of the Rings. I was
0: at. I was still at. I was in my first year at drama school then, and I was working at the cinema when that came out. And so, uh,
1: Morgan Gibbs White has now already achieved more in his short life than I ever have. So. <laughs> can I, Aidan? Can I ask? Are you, are you a fan of the Lord of the Rings films? Oh yeah, love them, mate. Love them, mate. Love a bit of bit of an epic film with if it's got swords in it. I'm I'm, I'm in. Right, so Aiden has gone for Lord of the Rings coming first. Um, I will go for Lord of the Rings as well. I think Lord of the Rings came out in
2: 2001. Okay. And I think Gibbs White is old. Is he 20? I'm going Gibbs White. So you don't think he was a millennium
1: bebe? I'm going for Gibbs White. Gibbs White arriving to the world first
3: I've gone Gibbs White I can't be bothered to give an explanation so
1: we've got two people for Lord of the Rings two people for Gibbs White arriving to the world first Daniel it was
4: Morgan Gibbs White was born in the year 2000 Lord of the Rings came out in 2001
1: ah there we go so Gibbs White is the answer so Rich takes the lead two and Ben's got a point two and all the ones on the scoreboard Uh, Dan the next question please
4: In the year 2000, Espanol beat Atletico Madrid 2-1 to win the Copa del Rey trophy. But what former Premier League striker, who has a record of six goals in five games against Wolves in the 2000s, scored that day?
1: Okay, so interesting question. I think I need to hear that question again.
4: Basically, a striker for Atletico Madrid, who scored six times against Wolves in the 2000s, Name him.
1: Yeah. Okay.
4: Former Atletico Madrid striker.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He sc- and he scored against Wolves Six for Six times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. I've got an idea in my head of who that could be. Aidan, any idea from your end? I feel like there's lots of strikers
0: that have scored plenty
1: past us in over the years. I'll let you... Uh, yeah, uh, let me Have, let me mind have a, a think, have a think. I'm going to let one of the other guys go first with their answers. Are you guys locked in at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm locked Ben's in. Primed. Ben's locked in, yeah. You're locked in. Ben, who are you going for? I've gone for Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Jimmy oh. Floyd Hasselbank. I'm going to be completely honest, I also went for Hasselbank. I've
3: also gone to Hasselbank. I feel Rich like I'm doing <laughs> the countdown for you. I'm <laughs> Rich show, went for
1: Hasselbank. Just... Aiden, what are you going to go for? No, I'm going to pass because... Uh... I don't remember I was playing against Hasselbank to be honest but uh, no I'm just going to pass so Hayden's going to pass on that one Danielson what was the answer?
4: the correct answer was Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank no. was it? Oh, how do you was? spell Hasselbank?
1: yeah Bank. he
4: scored a hat-trick he scored a hat-trick against he scored four for Chelsea and two for Cardiff against us oh, oh I forgot he'd
3: been at Cardiff yeah.
1: Okay. So, there we, so there we go then. So I think Rich is on three now. I'm on two, two for Ben and one for Aidan. Okay, right. so two the, questions left. Two
4: questions left, and the next question, please, Dan. The last time Wolves played Norwich at Molyneux, we squandered a two-nil lead to draw two-all. Who scored for Wolves that day when our first goal was a Norwich own goal?
1: Okay, so who scored for Wolves that day when the goal wasn't? First goal was a Norwich own goal. Uh, I think I am. Um, when was it just the last time
4: was when was it the last time when the championship promotion yeah we are
1: in the championship I think was it was it Olivier who scored Nelson Oliveira
4: scored an injury time for yeah. Norwich yeah
1: and Rudy kind of flapped at it and yeah he went in. it okay. that game who
4: scored for Wolves Norwich was the first own goal for us
1: okay I think I'm locked in with my answer um, and I will go first this time for fairness Rich are you locked in I am Rich is locked in Benjamin I can be you can be Aidan any idea in your head for this one what, what what year was it? Sorry, cause got, I sort of missed when when the
4: game was. Seven so was this when we won the league under yeah, New Year?
1: when we won the league under New Year. So was it 2017 20... Yeah, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18. 18 season. So I'll I'll, I'll get my answer right first. I'm going to go for Remain Saiz as mine. Remain Saiz I've I've gone for Bonatini. Bonatini for Ben. Yeah. Again,
3: I've also gone Bonatini.
1: Bonatini for Rich. Aidan, who are you going to go for?
0: I want to go with. Um,
4: Costa. Costa. Uh, Daniel, the answer, please. The correct answer was Alfred Undai. Oh. Wow. oh!
1: Alfred
2: That's Blast from the is? past. In this quiz, you've had an answer of Undai and of Undai.
4: Well, we live to to Undai another day. <laughs> continue. <laughs> okay, continue. Right, okay, is this, is this last, last question? Last question, tiebreaker. So, uh,
1: last question. Just bear in mind, Rich is winning 3-2-1. Two, w- two, so Rich is the chance to get the win. Um, I think only, unfortunately, it's only me and Ben who could probably make it to a tiebreaker now. <laughs> anyway, let's let's see what the last question is done.
4: Former Wolves and Norwich utility man, Neil Emblen. And what former Wolves player are joint assistant coaches at Colorado Rapids? The player who I'm asking for played in the late 90s, early noughties.
1: Okay. Okay.
4: midfielder
3: um, alright chill out midfielder
1: or midfielder or defender could what's you his first, first re- name could you just repeat the question for me sorry, because I was just doing some technicalities there just for the benefit of the listeners the-, the question again please
4: former Wolves and Norwich utility man Neil Emblen, and what former Wolves player from the late 90s early noughties Our assistant coach at Colorado Rapids.
1: Okay, all right. Assistant coach at Colorado Rapids. Uh, This is a chance for either Rich to take the game or for um, myself myself or Ben or or both to uh, get the tiebreaker. Write down the name
3: really quickly.
1: If you're playing along at home, at WFC Fancast on Twitter, uh, Mm -hmm. Wolves Fancast on Facebook, or podcast at WolvesFancast.com for the email. Let us know how you got on. Show us your workings out. Are you doing any idea on your end?
0: Uh, give me a sec, it's a great question. I was, um, I was only on Wikipedia for uh, uh, for them right last week, because obviously Neil Collins is at Tampa Bay, isn't he? And I think Kevin Foley's just gone there with him. Uh, and so then that just made me bounce around
1: looking at who was doing what. So just give me a sec. Okay, I'm <laughs> that's fine. That's You're fine. not
4: on Wikipedia now, are you, Aidan? <laughs> 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 yeah. okay.
1: okay, so I'm, I am I know I've got this completely wrong I'm locked in in my head Ben are you locked in yeah Ben's kind of locked in or is he playing no a I, poker? I am locked in but I think I'm wrong but well, he's playing a poker game maybe literally. no he's trying to give the illusion he's wrong no Rich I'm locked in Rich is locked in um, Right. I'll go, f- in I'll go first just because I know this is completely wrong I'm going to say Kenny Miller because I know we've seen him in the news recently but I'm sure it's not him. Now he's gone to Australia, isn't he? that's the one I'm getting my country's wrong there <laughs> Uh, Right, okay, so I know I've not got a tie-break. Rich, who have you gone for?
3: So, I'm sure Neil Emblem used to coach over in New Zealand, didn't he? Yes, yes. Yes. So, someone else who went over to New Zealand at the same time was Darren Baisley. So, So I've gone for Darren Baisley.
1: Darren Baisley for Rich Ben. I've gone for Carl Robinson. Carl Robinson for Ben. Oh, yeah. And uh, Aidan, who are you going to go for? I was going to go for Froggart or Robinson, so in a sake of fairness,
4: I'm not going to go with Robinson, because it's been said I'll go with uh, Froggart. Froggart is a and answer. Dan, what was the answer? The correct answer was Darren Baisley. Oh, what wow. an answer that <laughs> is! Rich takes
1: a oh, didn't win nice. on the
4: quiz. I it thought
2: was... Darren Baisley was a left-back.
4: I was going to M- say, he played fullback and midfield. Oh, I thought you said a, you can't He uh, was no, predominantly a midfielder. I thought I thought he was a fullback because he's a midfielder and he played fullback. Absolutely, oh, oh, no. So, so in the midfield. game where I'm he scored I'm against Steven no Forest, he was ball. playing. F- look, he was a fullback. Just,
1: look, like, we'll we'll leave it at that. I'm going to allow that. How dare you question me, Ben? Don't question Dan. I'm allowing it. Aidan thank you very much for coming on the show. I hope you enjoyed the quiz. Have a safe journey back. Alright, right. see you in a bit. Cheers. Bye. bye
2: bye. He's a left back.
4: He's not a left back, he was right footed. Or a right back then. I Look, was going to say or he was said he was a midfielder, midfielder full back.
2: Can I just say we didn't say midfielder, full back. You said midfielder and then added defender. He
4: played as either a right side defender or a midfielder. Mm. Can we no, not? No. But, mm. look, hang
1: on. Can we just take a minute, please? And a, we've had two calls on this show. We've never done that before. B, let's all hold hands and sing I the as Fencing Song. It doesn't make a massive difference because I wouldn't have
4: said
2: him if you'd have said <laughs> he defender. played right full back and right midfield. Just,
4: oh. What did you say just... to Stew the other week? You lost. Just well, well done, Rich. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well done, Rich. That Rich Darren well Baisley done. was a corker of an answer. That was a superb answer. That, that's what, well that's done. What I mean, wins quizzes and titles. That... I don't, I don't want to side
3: with anyone. But if you'd have said defender or fullback back. I'd have been more firm in my convictions than being downbraced. i was still won yes
1: but let's yeah. do the final part of the show everybody it's time for a Twitter <laughs> Corner um, you can send us your questions on Twitter at WGFC Fancast or Facebook Walls Fancast or you can email us via electronic mail into our inbox podcast at com. first question from James Spencer if 5th place stays as Champions League place if you were Nuno would you go for 5th or sacrifice league in hope of Europa Benjamin, who are you going it. for, fifth or Europa? Fifth, Europa's pure luck and chance. Uh, Dan?
4: If I was Nuno, I'd play for the draw. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's fifth place for me all day. Fifth Dan. for you, Rich?
1: Fifth, fifth. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. Fifth, get that Champions League, and then to be crushed when Man City win the appeal. <laughs> um, Jamie Rhodes says, uh, keeping in mind he was a Nuno signing at Valencia, would the World Cup winner Mustafi from Arsenal be a good cheap option in the summer for Wolves? Would that, you take Mustafi?
2: I'm sure Gully's talk, talked about Mustafi before, uh, think, unless I he's under
1: May. the under the pseudonym of Jamie Rhodes. I then think he maybe. was know.
2: Dan said that before. I think. Yeah. Okay. But yes, I would. I would. So yeah. there's two I people would.
1: rich. Would you take uh, Mustafi? I wouldn't say no. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's so confident. after he's been So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Just that's cock it. You, if you could see him, he's got his
2: feet up on the table, sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> he's just chilling. He's one he, life. He, he's like won him life. and
4: Otamendi, the, the now the new now way of defending. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be relatively. Would, would,
2: you would you have? Would you call Otamendi a defender slash midfielder? No, because <laughs> he's, he's
4: a centre back. Okay. I don't remember him ever playing. Would in you midfield. have
3: Mustafi over Otamendi? Who would you rate uh, Otamendi, I'd rather have. Or I'm, like,
1: just like, gonna have say, to, I'm just going to say Mustafi. because no, okay, Rich Jamie Rose. Asked Rich, a you, you need to tweet in the question <laughs> first, uh, right? Martin uh, says if you could travel back in time and watch one Wolves match play before you were born which match would you choose uh, he'd go back to the Wolves tour of the USSR in 1950s that would be very surreal if you go back in time gentlemen, you've got your TARDIS you're going back in time it has to be before you're born to watch a Wolves game where Where are you
4: going where would he get I'd back sound. from the USSR after that game And his TARDIS yeah. No, you watch the game, and then that's that was the question. Not anything afterwards. I
2: think, what, so are we just stuck wherever we go back. Yeah, oh, Friday. God. Just go and watch Wolves Leicester. <laughs> before no, you that's were me born. Oh, uh, uh, when Bully scored the last minute winner at the Hawthorns. Was that before you were? It's like eighty nine, wasn't it?
4: Did he I say, say before that. you were born?
1: Uh, yes, before you were born. Yeah, yeah, well, that's before I was Sherpa born. So Van Win. Yeah. That's a good one. I'd still do this whole classic so, Mullen you under lights thing. I was going to yeah. say I'd
3: always say Holm or When was Trolley away? I would have been That'd be a good 80s, one
4: just to yeah. have that. So like,
1: away. Would,
3: uh, How alternative that? is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so alternative. Two the spectrum isn't
2: it? <laughs>
1: um, we've got Thomas Kearney saying if the long held fear of one of our, of our a big offer comes in for one of our star players which one would you sell? So we've got you know the, the classic players to sell the big names we've got at Wolves you know you people like you. Um, who's that? You've got. You, <laughs> you know <laughs> the Mexican one. You no, know, you know that German defender that never <laughs> plays for us. Mustafi, no, fusu That's it. You know, if an offer came in for him, God forbid. Does it have to be an important player? I th- let Let's say people yeah. like. be uh, him as a
4: try or I never. Never.
1: Yeah. I think. You can't yeah. do it. No. no should no. be eleven?
3: I was gonna say, I just wanna get for the benefit for of, an easy way out. For, of for the
1: benefit of Thomas, I'll put this list together now. I will say Patricio, Bolly, Neves, Matinho, Jimenez, Troy You've got to sell one of those. Neves. Neves, Neves.
3: Yeah, probably Neves.
1: You'd get the most money for Neves, this one. Yeah. yeah, I'll go for Neves, as well. Or Sorry Jimenez. Neves.
4: And he and his crapping golf from that video I saw earlier. <laughs> There's one quite good stuff. Uh, mm.
1: Final question comes from long time listener over on the States, Todd DeWitt. Says, his buddy Nick wants to know why he should be a Wolves fan. My reasons are they're the best, other teams are garbage, and Wolverhampton is a great place to go on holiday. Uh, that hasn't been enough to convince yeah. him. So, what would you do to convince uh, Nick to become a Wolves fan, Ben?
2: Oh, me first. Yes.
1: Pressure's um. on. I don't
2: know, it's quite difficult, isn't it, lately? How is it difficult? It's Wolverhampton. It's
3: quite difficult lately. First. As we ride high in the Premier League in the knockout stages. Yeah, you know, first, first in the I UK. Been in the
2: last, like, three weeks. First in the UK to have traffic it lights. Is. First in the UK to have traffic lights. Home of... I don't really know... I don't, like, I'm not from Wolverhampton, so I can't be like, oh, the, you know, the cinema on the bridge or something that you always say. Bentley Bridge. Yeah, that one. It's not very good, oh, though. the I cinema on Bentley Bridge. <laughs> Wolves... Still a nice, old-fashioned, proper English football stadium Mm. for now. Yeah. Uh, Grounds in the city centre. One of the best for drinking before games in the country, in my opinion, if you're a home fan. So you can go and get relatively drunk before games and it's fine. Um...
1: There's quite a nice new signs by the train station as well. Case closed. Yeah, Rich. Any pointers to convince Nick to become wall fan at all? After that enthralling kind of um, case there from from Ben,
3: it's a team. In, it's a team and a city. Hopefully on the up. So you you like joining the wave now, like you can't get called a glory hunter. Hopefully that's a good that's case. The
1: best I can Dan, I'm going to leave you with the final case for Nick. You have got the moment to convert this mate of Todd's long time listener into a Wolves fan another notch on the Wolves belt of fans what is your closing argument
4: firstly I'd want to know why he isn't already <laughs> that, that's a good argument yeah <laughs> and secondly stable and the f- best podcast in the world exactly I think that's what we were all looking for there that's the
2: po- best podcast
4: yeah <laughs> which which one <laughs> which
1: one though that's the thing
4: the one that's on the third day of the week.
1: Well, this week.
4: Depending on when it airs.
1: Pending. It's Tuesday,
2: are it? it is Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, it's coming out to- Todd's mate, yeah. To yeah. Google like Darren Baisley. Yeah. Wolves. Yeah. Watch some of them highlights? Okay. Wolves
4: had Marcus well, Hanneman. great midfielder, Darren Baisley.
1: <laughs> that was not from me.
4: We had Marcus Hanneman. Marcus Hanneman?
1: Yeah. 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 Um, and who's the who's the kid in the under twenty three moment? He's from America as well. Otis oh, is he? Soa, yeah, he's from America as yeah. well. Good as well, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So they're case
4: closed. it's
2: um it's quite an unusual kit as well. So like if you're walking around a place that isn't Wolverhampton, so if he, if you're in America and you've got a wolf shirt and someone else sees you, they would know. Autumn, if they knew football, they would know what shirt that was. So that, and you see someone else in a wolf shirt, you can't really resist going oh... Up the walls, like when you walk. But like, if you have got a Man United shirt, people are just like, "Oh, another one." But if you see someone with a Wolves towel around the sunbed, you always go, "Ah, oh, it's good, isn't it?" <laughs>
1: so that would be my number
2: one reason. There we go. Because occasionally someone will go, you
3: right." because you might see another one <laughs>
1: occasionally I think we'll leave it on that argument show we, everybody thank you very much for listening everybody you can follow us all week on socials just type in Wolves Fancast you can find us there and we're back next week everybody to talk about uh, Espanol we'll be previewing Espanol again and previewing Spurs but for this week and for this crisp February night bye from Rich goodbye everyone
4: bye from Dan oh, I'm going to Espanol ha <laughs> ha
1: um, Dan gave the two fingers up emoji not emoji um, your life is just emojis <laughs> that, that was before iPhones that though, gestures now in my head are replaced by emojis <laughs> so yeah he did the two fingers gesture but I, you know maybe emojis now we're all modern aren't we Generation Z and all that Ben bye bye bye. I'm doing the thumbs up emoji <laughs> bye from me I'll see you next time